0: Hello everyone and welcome to Farm Bureau on the Hill. I'm Amy Beckham and joining me this week is Shelby Vinoy from our Public Policy Division. Shelby, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for a great update that I'm sure we're about to have. Um, but let's just start off by... We want to make sure everyone is aware about a very important action alert that we have going on. So Shelby, tell us where we can find it, what it entails, and uh, what we
1: need to do to make sure our lawmakers
0: have heard from us.
1: That's right, Amy. And this action alert launched on Monday night. So it's still relatively new. We're in the first few days of having it live out there for folks. And it will also be linked in this week's legislative alert. But this action alert is all relative to Governor Lee's uh, proposed farmland preservation bill, and I think the reason we're we're still very early in that process, and we're trying to head off some misconceptions that have been out there about this particular bill. Amy, no offense to what you do in your line of work, but sometimes <laughs> when <laughs> sometimes when there is uh, lots of different articles out in media that are saying several different things and, and no article seems to match another um we've gotten a lot of questions and lots of reoccurring questions that kind of indicate to us that there must be some misinformation out there so what this action alert does is explains in a little bit more detail what the farmland preservation bill is as well as there is an opportunity for you to encourage your lawmaker to support senate bill 2099 house bill 1890 when it comes before them in committee and we will talk a little bit later about what happened this week and then the weeks ahead, but that is something that we're going to leave it up, um, hopefully all the way through session until that bill makes its way over the finish line but in the meantime if you just are sitting at your desk or need something to do this weekend would encourage you to go to tnfarmbureau.org and go to our action center and it would be the first thing at the very very top of the website or just check out in our legislative alert and click that link to encourage your lawmakers to support farmland preservation across our state
0: so it does seem like it's very early on in the legislature to have an action alert but And you correct me if I'm wrong, but it's because we just really want to get on the front side of this thing and make sure that people understand what this is actually all about, right?
1: That's right. And because it is one of the governor's administration bills, there's a select number of bills that come from the governor's office. And the Department of Agriculture is lucky enough to have a handful of those this year, as well as the Department of Environment and Conservation. And those worlds work really closely, and I think part of the misconception and where the confusion's lying is that these administration bills are getting confused and treated as if it's one bill, not three or four. So what we want to do is just make sure that the folks in Nashville know what the farmland preservation bill does, what the the allocated $25 million from Governor Lee's proposed budget would be going for, as well as what that process looks like on on paper. So Just trying to differentiate this piece of legislation from perhaps any of the others that are out there and try to clear up any confusion from lawmakers and perhaps our members. Our members read the news just like everyone else. So make sure that our folks also know every detail of this legislation as we know it right now.
0: I do think that reminds me about Monday. Was it, I think, Monday night's Mm -hmm. webinar where y'all got probably like 10 questions about the bill. So I think people just want it explained a little more which is understandable yep.
1: and I think questions are good this early on in the process Because yeah. when there's questions and when there's an opportunity to voice concerns that's when amendments get made and that's yeah. when we can do if anything we're making this piece of legislation better and more just in a better bundle for for folks so uh, if you do have questions that's what we're here for I mean ask those uh we're happy to chat, talk through where we are right now, and and we can do that here in a little bit too. But we had some great questions from the committee this week, which is it's left us in a really good place moving forward. So,
0: well, good. So, we'll talk more about farmland conservation. I think, like Shelby said, mm-hmm. but uh, tell us a little bit about what else happened this week. I know that was a lot of um, <laughs> what was on y'all's plate, but tell us some other things that we can look back at the week.
1: It has been a week. This (laughs) has been, for it to only be Thursday, I feel like we have been through two months in the last four days. (sighs) Um, Of course, we wrapped up our webinars, had great questions and suggestions from our county folks. Uh, We also heard from the Tennessee Department of Agriculture and the Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency on their budget hearings. Um, And Amy, I don't know if it's easier if we just want to go through these one by one or we can go back through and if you've got questions, we can powwow about that. But So in the House Finance, Ways, and Means Committee, both the Department of Ag and TWRA gave their budget hearings. And we hit some of the highlights about this in the webinar and I think in past alerts. But some things for the Department of Agriculture's budget that I think is worth noting is, of course, as we've mentioned, that $25 million proposed for the Farmland Preservation Fund, which would be the money that the adjoining SB 2099 house bill 1890 would fulfill those funds also the tennessee ag enhancement fund um, remains fully funded Um, we love to see that that program continues in our state and it has such an investment back into our rural communities also 13 million dollars non-recurring for tennessee's ag enterprise fund which is a a fun companion to the ag enterprise fund but focuses on uh, rural farm forest businesses and try to rejuvenate those rural communities so happy to see that money going back for that Um, as well as an increase in state agriculture lab operations a little over $200,000 is going for that so lots of great things happening at the department and we've linked the house finance budget hearing in this week's alert next week both agencies the department of ag and TWRA give their budget hearing to the senate so we'll link both of those over the next two weeks if anything A, to hear what Director Maxidon and Commissioner Hatcher have to say, but also to hear the questions from the lawmakers, because I think that is probably where budget hearings are so helpful, is anybody can look at a PowerPoint and see where those millions of dollars are getting allocated, but to hear how that money's actually being used through programs like the Farm and the Tuff program that TDA has, and as well as the Hunter Safety Courses that TWRA does a phenomenal job putting on, so... Be sure if you're interested in either of the budgets for those departments and agencies to go back and watch that link uh, in the House Committee. Also, speaking of Department of Agriculture, so the farmland preservation bill uh, was up in the House Agriculture Subcommittee this week, and we was kind of the first showcasing of this bill to the General Assembly, and there were so many good questions from members of the committee, things that our group and the Department of Agriculture and the University of Tennessee have discussed, as well as some things that maybe perhaps we haven't thought of with this program, and I think that's just the beautiful thing about the committee process, but we were able to, uh, Kevin was able to join the Department of Ag and the Governor's Office and Testifying Committee and talk about why this program is going to be such a success and why we're looking forward to it as well as answer questions Where we left, and I almost said unfortunately, but I don't think it's unfortunately, we did not pass that bill at a subcommittee this week. We actually rolled it for two weeks, and the reason why that happened was not because we didn't think the bill was going to pass. We just want to be able to take some of the suggestions from those subcommittee members and put that in some amendatory language. So once that happened on Tuesday, we were a part of some meetings with folks that are on that subcommittee that had ideas as well as folks at the department and the governor's office about I think the bill we have is great how can we make great greater so looking forward to seeing what that looks like in the next few weeks but it will not be back before us in committee in the house until February 27th so hopefully when we come to y'all on the 29th to do the podcast and the update we'll have good news but We're just really happy that 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 conversation is starting to happen in both chambers.
0: Very good. Well, any other updates on any priority issues for this week?
1: I don't have an update on anything else in the House priority issue-wise. There was another bill, but we can talk about that later. But in the Senate, on the other side of the hall, our solar TASER study implementation bill was passed out of Senate Energy. It passed unanimously. So we got all support out of that. and, And Senator Wally did a great job presenting that and providing the background on what this legislation seeks to do because it is does not have a significant fiscal note it will go straight to senate calendar so with the holiday monday we would expect that that could be on the senate floor as soon as next thursday so oh well wow. to be able to check that box yeah. and get it out of the way and um we plan to start moving the house companion also the week of february 27th so not next week but the week after next that piece of legislation will be in the subcommittee so we were yeah we we're great great to see that that is starting to move on on its yeah,
0: way. that's awesome. So, do you want to um, update us on another piece? You mentioned that other piece of legislation.
1: I did. And I think we talked about it a little bit on the webinar Tuesday night. But Representative Scott Sapicki had a bill that um, he was gracious enough to work with us last year on a topic that has to deal with using food as a uh, transmission point for vaccines. And, Amy, I think we've talked about this we on have. the podcast. Yep. So, That bill passed out of the House Agriculture Full Committee, um, but because the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act is one of those finicky pieces of of statute that pulls both the Department of Agriculture and the Department of Health. This bill is just so lucky that it gets to go through two committee processes. So it was referred from the House Ag Full Committee to the House Health Full Committee. Um, So it will be in House Health next week. Um, Because it's already come from a subcommittee and a full committee, we don't have to go back to subcommittee. Um, But that did that does just add one more week of the legislative process for this bill. So shout out to Representative Sabicki for hanging in there and, and doing his his best in presenting that bill. But um, we're still having lots of great conversation about this is a, a new technology and we're in a very unknown place. But if we're going to move forward with anything, this is the bill this year that we would like to push about vaccine technology.
0: Very good. So um, as long as that's it for the week, you said you had a week. So as long as yes. long <laughs> as long as that's it. Um, tell us some things that we need to be aware of moving into next.
1: I don't want to jinx us. And (laughs) if you see me, I'm knocking on wood, but next week seems to be a slower week. Um, we do have the budget hearings again from the department of agriculture and TWRA in the Senate side. So they'll present to Senate energy, uh, next Wednesday, One priority issue is moving next week. Uh, The Senate Judiciary Committee will be the first Senate committee to take up our constitutional amendment to prohibit a statewide property tax. So that is one that this will be the first of hopefully many steps it'll take and it will begin its journey on the Senate side uh, next Tuesday afternoon. So if by chance you have a member of the legislature who serves on the Senate Judiciary Committee, which will be linked in the legislative alert Um, We would encourage you to reach out to them over the weekend and before they come back to Nashville and ask them to support HJR 81. Um, Senator Nicely is going to carry that for us. I think Speaker Pro Temp Hale is going, he's a second line sponsor, so we're super thankful to have his support as well. But there are never enough co-sponsors on a piece of legislation, Amy. So uh, we would love to have some support on that going into next Tuesday afternoon. But other than that, I feel like we will spend a lot of next week just trying to keep up with what's going on. Calendars come out on Wednesday afternoons for the following week. So um, Kevin and I normally spend today and tomorrow and end of the weekend just kind of reviewing everything that's in committee and and trying to get our ducks in a row. So,
0: And next week they'll continue being budget hearings, obviously. Correct. That's right.
1: Yep. So they do a really good job of spacing out the budget hearings um, where throughout... Until from now, until we pass the budget, departments and agencies will be before either House or Senate committees um, going over the budget that Governor Lee presented in his state of the state. So it's allows us a, a better opportunity to hear the budget in chunks instead of the 500 page book that we get. Um, so we always enjoy kind of taking a minute, decompressing, going and listening to a budget hearing, which I know probably for Amy and most of you at home sounds so boring. Um, But it is a really good opportunity to get a grasp on what's happening in our state's budget.
0: And just hearing the nitty gritty of what it actually entails. So, well, very good. Anything else that our folks need to be aware of? Again, we'll remind you of the action alert. So um, see your legislative alert or go to tnfarmbureau.org slash action center um, to make that happen but anything else
1: we are on the heels of our legislative visits so based upon how things are moving right now between the farmland preservation bill and the solar legislation in the house and hopefully the constitutional amendment continues to work its way through the senate but it seems like we're going to have quite a bit for our folks to be talking about when they come into town on march 12th and 13th so have signed up for those i would absolutely encourage you to just stay up to date on things that are happening we will obviously provide uh, pre-visit briefings for folks um, if you're coming to legislative visits but the strongest power you have as a constituent is just to stay informed so we look forward to seeing y'all the second or third week in march and um, of course right after that the next week is ag day on the hill so we're gonna have a, a fun few weeks in march in nashville but looking forward to it.
0: And if you want to go to those visits and haven't contacted your county farm bureau secretary, please do so. So if that's it, Shelby, we appreciate a great update. Again, just go to that action alert. We need some help in terms of the farmland conservation law and all that, that huge topic that is in the legislature right now. So thanks for a great update, Shelby. We'll be praying for you next week, (laughs) but thanks for tuning in. Um, Thanks for listening and hope everyone has a great weekend.